this morning I'm talking to Dr Andrew Jackson and uh, Andrew I believe you were invited just recently on a, a really interesting work trip would you like to tell us a bit about it? Absolutely um, so I've recently returned from a uh, international rugby camp um, up in France in the French Alps which was um, set up by Sir Clive Woodward and his team up in the Apex 2100 Academy, which is an international uh, sports academy, predominantly skiing during the winter. Uh, but this is the inaugural rugby camp, which they've done for under 18 age school children and their uh, respective coaching teams um, up in the French Alps. That sounds an amazing trip. And you were there in a supervisory or what you're helping or what were you actually um, doing there? Yep. So I was um, asked to be the rugby camp medic. Uh, so the kind of doctor on duty, particularly pitch side as they were doing their training and also uh, within the academy itself um, for any kind of minor illness, initial assessment and triage uh, to decide as to whether they'd need any further escalation of uh, local medical care. Um, and uh, I was supported really well by two uh, superb physiotherapists who were uh, doing most of the uh, musculoskeletal kind of rehab and initial assessments and uh, regimen plans. And they had world-class facilities there, including hydrotherapy pools, gyms, um, yoga and other kind of training rooms within the academy. And then they had a full amphitheatre for presentations by uh, various personnel, including Sir Clive Woodward himself, who, um, as many people may know, was the uh, head coach for the World Cup winning England rugby team in 2003. And uh, he also had other uh, former colleagues of him, including uh, Paul Grayson, who's uh, one of the Northampton Saints coaches now. Um, and he came to do a lot of skills and uh, including uh, kicking coaching for the uh, pupils who attended the rugby camp. That sounds an amazing trip. And um, obviously it'd be looking, talking really about quite high level sport. So even though they are, um, you said under 18s, mm. yeah, still competing at a very high level. What sort of typical injuries might uh, in a rugby match Obviously, rugby people might know this, but what kind of typical injuries would you be talking about dealing with? Yeah, so there's, there's the whole array of musculoskeletal injuries, including ankle, either fractures, uh, ligament injuries, ruptures, um, shoulder injuries, uh, but particularly uh, one incident which initially uh, had to be attended to immediately and uh, uh, very seriously was a suspected neck injury as well as a loss of consciousness, so head injury as well as suspected concussion. Um, so that all had to be managed extremely carefully, immediately and uh, thankfully uh, all was well in the end But uh, and we were supported by the excellent um, in-country medical staff as well as our own physiotherapy and, and myself as well. So often with patients like that, is, is, it, is it a good thing that there's an immediate response or that the, the, the player is seen quite quickly by someone who's got the expertise? Absolutely, it's, it's, it's critical in many ways. I've actually just returned um, yesterday from having completed my um, uh, annual uh, or biannual now um, pre-hospital immediate care and sport course and it's, it's emphasising that course uh, in order to pass it in, as, as well is to uh, really know the type of critical and particularly time critical injuries which you need to deal with um, immediately and also take all the precautions to uh, protect uh, the player from any further injury um, and seek Im Im immediate medical help. So with concussion, that's, mm. is that a difficult thing to diagnose? It, it is in summary, um, but thankfully there's been a lot of 
progression and improvement in uh, our knowledge of concussion and also therefore the uh, evidence-based uh, way to try and recognise it and um, uh, protect the player from further injury as well as uh, optimising their recovery from concussion. So at the under-19 uh, age group level now the process is the key thing is to recognize when there could be a potential uh, concussion and remove the player immediately from play and then to have a further assessment thereafter to decide the tailored management plan. What sort of symptom do you have um, just out of interest for concussion? How does it sort mm. of present? So the, there's various criteria or symptoms and signs which are, have been recognized which can be um, in keeping with a concussion uh, injury and um, there's ones which are classed as criteria one which are uh, serious things like um, actual loss of concussion uh, loss of consciousness suspected loss of consciousness imbalance uh, being obviously dazed um, any convulsion or seizure activity obviously so those are immediate and permanent removal from play at that stage and not to return to play certainly that day and actually that would usually require um, you know, onward uh, medical care on that day and, and as soon as possible. There are these things called criteria two uh, sets of symptoms and signs which are uh, more suggestive of a possible concussion and at the elite level those are the ones which tend to prompt a player being removed from play and then undergoing uh, something called an HIA1, so head injury assessment, uh, one um, assessment off field to decide along with other supporting tools including video evidence at premiership level to decide whether they can return to play or need to be uh, confirmed as concussion and uh, go on to um, a graduated return to play uh, but at the amateur level um, it's fairly straightforward that they if they have either a criteria one or criteria two symptom or sign they will be uh, immediately and permanently removed from play that day and then go on to further assessments by a trained medical professional. Hmm. So it's obviously not a straightforward area and it's something that's really important because rugby is quite a contact sport. Absolutely uh, and it is one of the um, most serious um, injuries to sustain. The brain is a vital organ and obviously many people will be aware that in the national press there has been it's a very high profile rightly so um conditioned to recognize and appropriately manage um so uh but it is uh, a very complex uh condition to be able to manage properly and here in primary care in gp land what kind of skills that you have been using and and looking at how how can those be integrated here at my specialist gp yeah, absolutely. Um, so thankfully, I'm I'm well supported with the kind of world rugby and um, uh, national uh, kind of medical uh, tools and guidelines, and have received the training in order to be able to help um, parents and players, um, you know, ascertain whether they may have sustained a concussion and uh, link them into the appropriate support and management of that. So in summary, I'd say. Uh, I'm someone who's probably well positioned to be able to assess and advise uh, players uh, and if there are particularly obviously younger players and their parents in, uh, in conjunction to signpost them to the right resources to help them optimise their recovery and prevent further injury. That's great. Thanks so much, Dr Jackson.